0: the VR download, a bi-weekly, I mean bi-weekly, it's bi-weekly, twice-weekly, I feel like it is, a bi-weekly yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll podcast, where on Mondays <laughs> we talk about hardware and strategy, and on Thursdays, which is today, we talk about games, apps, experiences, Woo! the entire smorgasbord of VR content. I am Jamie Felton, and with me is the one, the only, Xena Alabady. Hey
1: everyone, how are you doing? And how oh, are you doing, Jamie?
0: Well, I'm doing quite well. It's first It's Thursday. We made it to Thursday, which is always a good thing, you know. Oh
1: God, we made it to Thursday. That's true. So <sighs>
0: That's
1: a feat in itself, isn't it?
0: How about How about yourself?
1: I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm ready to to get stuck into some some game news. You You're know? ready
0: to podcast, as they say.
1: I'm ready to cast my pods <laughs> okay. upon the audience. Right.
0: I didn't know it was that season, but okay, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> and with that fantastic introduction to the lives of Jamie and Zena, let's move into what are you playing in VR this week? I'm going to start. I'm not going to ask you. Be quiet. I am playing, or I've been playing, Crosspoint VR Proving Grounds, <laughs> which came out on the first of December, so Tuesday. So yeah, it's it's a, it's an interesting one. There's 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 not a lot in here that's that screams this game was three years in development from from a very very well respected very very knowledgeable studio interplay uh, not interplay in exile is founded by Brian fargo who also founded interplay who goes dates all the way back to the original wasteland and the original two fallout games so lots and lots of uh well oh, a, a high caliber studio in a lot of ways and and this doesn't seem to really play to their strengths and the i mean the no, other thing
1: does it? yeah
0: yeah and the other big thing is something that we'll talk a bit about more about in the podcast is uh I've been playing it all of launch week I've, I've put in a good few hours this launch week, and never once have I seen a full game and that's twenty players on each side. never once have I seen a game half full I've got to nine players so that's the maximum number of players i've seen and the majority of the time oh nine it's just been <laughs> it's just been uh four players, so two on each side, and then the rest is filled out with AI that's kind of brain dead, which is really really unfortunate. It's mm. it's it's hard to talk about because like I'm, I do mention it in the review, and you, in some senses, you can't judge the quality of a game based on how many people are playing it. Like technically, if the game's amazing, I should be saying mm-hmm. it's a shame the multiplayer lobbies are empty. You should go fill them up. But That's not the case here. I don't think the game's really strong enough to fight its way back from those empty lobbies. Wait it out
1: a bit then. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, and. And so, I, I mean, we're going to talk about this in the news in a second. It's just, especially on PC, the the multiplayer scene at the moment is just a hard thing because I mean, Population One is doing pretty well, I think. I mean, it seems to have it seems to be pretty popular. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, I think I think so. People are always streaming it, at least.
0: Yeah, exactly. People I mean, I don't are always pop streaming it, the but... game
1: myself. Go so check. But the
0: community and the updates are doing are doing really well as well. They keep doing the kind of fortnight season kind of structure. Solaris came out in yep. like like September October. I don't I don't know how well that's doing. I know that lots of people had complaints with the game yeah. when it when it first came out. But it it's, it speaks to how how tough of a thing it is to make VR multiplayer. And actually I'm surprised we've seen so many VR multiplayer games because I understand yeah, that everyone, sure, everyone wants sure. to be the big one, right? And if if you are the big one, I'm sure, you know, yeah your your pockets will be lined for many more days to come but it seems like such a risk
1: <laughs> your bellies will be
0: full <laughs> with sweet <laughs> vr money um and I, I i don't know i we were talking a bit about it as a group uh, the team was earlier and we were saying that like if you're going to make a multiplayer game in this day and age it needs to be on quest for sure right like if you're going to sustain
1: yeah heavy yeah,
0: online so, lobbies
1: yeah. i mean that's where population one comes in right well, I, I think yeah. we're going to touch on this a lot later as well though hmm.
0: in, in that case let's move on to the to the what you're playing that you want to talk yeah, about yeah yeah. okay here comes the important one everyone <laughs> yeah. ladies and gentlemen
1: let's stop talking about that game let's start talking about <laughs> tarzan vr <laughs> so last time i was on here i was going off on one about uh tarzan vr because the trailer was just out of this world for me um
0: <laughs> for me oh, for me
1: <laughs> for me um <laughs> it's it was oh who was the trailer made uh, made by again
0: split verse and live
1: split verse yes
0: i believe in live yeah. yeah uh
1: split verse amazing amazing company they actually just put out um a uh, a holiday video like a a kind of mini movie like a short film <laughs>
0: Yeah, that again. That 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 is definitely split verse and lib because they use their their tech in that one. Um But yeah, they did a little cool mixed reality uh short film that has uh Lo-fi, have Atlantis, and uh, a couple of other things. But you can see their tech on display on Stevie right now with the incredible, the oft-talked-about <laughs> Tarzan <laughs> VR trailer, which if, <laughs> it's,
1: it's just the visuals. It's the music, which you can't hear right now, but. It's the Lord anyway, of the um, anyway we, yeah, we talked
0: about this last time. <laughs> <laughs> we,
1: we we took a week off, but um, this actually released during that week, so I jumped in and um, literally, and it it was okay. All it's, I'm going to say uh, is a tough one, isn't it pretty straightforward? However, the gorillas, literally straightforward, your friends and family, mm. famously, they were the most. Terrifying aspect of mm. this game. Mm. They got right up in your face and then they aggressively tell you to like save them. They like, yeah, they like they run up to give you
0: objectives basically, but they sprint at you with mm. such alarming they pace. Sprint. <laughs> and then you're right, they, they really do just like land straight here in your face. And for like when they're charging at you, you think, oh my god, a gorilla is going to kill me. Oh
1: my god. And they're big, they're actually, yeah. you know. Look, look. But you could kind of see it here and there and there. They're big and yeah, they are scary. So every time, you know, they're trying to have this really heartfelt little connection with me, I'm on the verge of screaming and walking backwards.
0: Much, much scarier than the, the actual enemies in the game. <laughs> it's got to be said, oh unfortunately. My, no, well. No?
1: Spoilers, and I guess this is more of a warning for, for many people because this actually really freaked me out um you get through the first kind of bit it's all very straightforward um it's a little bit buggy people get stuck in the floor and so on um and then you come across a level just full of giant spiders oh yeah and that was the point where i was like i can't play any more of this because this is a little bit too much for me because they're massive and they come right up at you just like the gorillas
0: this goes back to the the editorial I put out many a year ago saying please stop putting giant spiders in VR games. Yeah, please, So many so many me. people just keep putting giant spiders and they're like yeah it'll be fine. And then you you think you're going just right. going to enjoy a nice first person shooter, maybe you're going to swing on some vines in some Tarzan, and then suddenly no you can't play the <laughs> game anymore because there's a giant eight-legged hell beast looking exactly. down on you. Yeah, it's pretty it's just tough. The
1: anxiety it? comes over you and you're like well, um, I'm I'm alright. I'll just put this down. Maybe come back to it.
0: Maybe not. It is It
1: is a shame about
0: Tarzan because
1: when I first started to play it,
0: the the menu area is really 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 nice. Like really nice, gorgeous. It's really cool. And lots of fun exploration stuff to do in it and I remember like I spent like maybe 10 15 minutes in the menu before I even got into the single player campaign thinking Oh, this mm. is you know really, really nice, so obviously they're saving some special stuff for the campaign, but then the the campaign is mm. literally walking down a series of of corridors um
1: yeah, and it's it's Jungle it's corridors
0: it's fine, it just yeah, it feels yeah. some of it still feels kind of more proof of concept for what would be fun as a larger yes, game exactly
1: that is exactly it it does it does feel kind of proof of concept for sure, and like um. Yeah, it's, it's a shame. It's, it's it's fun. Uh, it's it's a meme.
0: It's a meme game.
1: It's a it's a it's a bit of a meme game, and um, you know, I I hope to see updates because I know like from all the dev diaries that I've seen, all the I saw one, uh, the dev diary I saw. <laughs> it was only
0: one. Don't worry. It was
1: only one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: they were so excited, they were having so much fun with the voiceover stuff, and the voiceovers yeah. are good um you could tell that they had fun and that's not in a bad way like oh you know if people have fun on set then it's not going to be good that's what some people say about movies but with this you can Mm. you can feel the kind of fun surging through it yeah um yeah so that that's that's what i played um before as well as many many horrid vr games in vr roulette every wednesday anyway (sighs) yeah
0: not a good, not a good crop on VR roulette this week, but we
1: don't worry about that. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, <laughs> okay,
0: let's move on uh, to the news then, and we are leading the week with uh, yesterday's news that Marvel's power, Marvels, Marvel Powers United VR is going to be shutting down in uh, in March 2021. So this is the Facebook uh, published a uh, Marvel VR game that released i believe mid 2018 it might be 2017 but i think it's 2018 um and About the game 18. was yeah 18
1: yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure
0: lots of people were oh this is a really cool trailer lots of people were really looking forward to it at the time the whole idea is <laughs> yeah. that it's up to four players co-op uh you each pick your own favorite marvel hero uh and then you all jump into an arena you given a bunch of different objectives defend this attack that defeat a boss um yeah and 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 it wasn't the greatest game it was very very repetitive i reviewed it back in back in the day i gave it Mm. 6.5 out of 10 i remember at the time it was lots of the characters were kind of samey uh and and then the mission structure again was also very samey but taking a game offline
1: that's yeah that's it's bit hardcore, isn't it? Like... It's
0: kind of hardcore. It's it's <laughs> and so what that it will be less than three years by the time it's fine, it's taken offline next year. Yeah, it's a very very cool trailer for sure, and 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 it's a big property, right? And I mean, Marvel teased uh, not Marvel, Oculus teased at one point uh, when they first announced the Quest, they had a trailer where uh, someone was using the Quest and they projected like Hulk size mm. fists onto them so there was kind of like a little tease in there that yeah maybe I this was going to come to quest at some point but obviously that doesn't really seem like it's going to happen enough. anymore
1: yeah so so se- several things yeah first of all when you well when i heard about this i was like what that was a marvel game oh yeah my that's God, a great point was, and i totally forgot it existed yeah. that's a great <laughs> great point i completely forgot it, it was even here and um I, I played in like the, the first week or something. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I, I remember jumping into uh the lobby and uh there was a little American kid and <laughs> I think he was a whole and I was I don't know somewhat basically all the sizes were like really off. Like Doctor Strange, I, I think you were like way I short think you were rocket, weren't you?
0: Been rocket was really really small so you might be worried.
1: no 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 no, i was, I was like a, i was a human i can't remember you know two years ago uh over two years ago anyway he just came up to me and he was like hey little tiny and i yeah i thought that was really funny that stuck with me for a long time <laughs> and i just completely like disconnected that memory from this game
0: <laughs> yeah yeah
1: well so it was it was
0: fun for that kind of meeting up and doing that kind of Unhero yeah, hero absolutely. stuff element like well you could play as wolverine in the game and like holding the trigger buttons down uh to make his claws come out of your hand oh, was cool. such a cool experience and and the same with being whole yeah. being giant picking up enemies and smashing them around was really really cool it was just then yeah. you had doctor strange where all he did was shoot lasers and then you had like six characters with guns and a bunch of other stuff that wasn't that unique the thing that distresses me more is is that yeah it's only been two years and it's already being taken offline and because facebook has complete control over that that store you know it's kind of unprecedented that something's being taken down this quickly and there's there's not going to be a way to play anymore it's a lost piece of vr history i guess if you will
1: and that's it's an artifact now yeah, it's it's a giant
0: shame because they're also taking Ripcoil offline, which is made by the same developer. Uh, came out right. at launch, uh, and it's it's a one v one. You like kind of it's like, it's Pong in VR essentially. So it was it was long yeah. forgotten about. So, but that it, it at least suggests that maybe it wasn't Marvel saying you don't have the license yeah. anymore and you can't sell this anymore. It, maybe well, it was more
1: an in- actual. That's sorry, interesting different. because uh, obviously take uh the non-vr uh avengers game and yep. how that has done so badly and obviously for this to happen around the same time that all that news has come out as well yeah that's true it's very damning isn't it um for, yeah. for just marvel type games um yeah. for avengers games um so it, yeah, is, you're right. it is strange that that kind of crossover uh kind of happened and you know it's it's almost like uh, Marvel is cursed ab- apart from the Spider Man. Um, well, that's yeah.
0: No, the Spider Man game's great, and, and and Iron Man VR was great as well. Well, I thought Iron Man VR was great personally. I know a lot true, of other people true, weren't.
1: It's very true. It's Avengers, isn't it. it? Well, the it's,
0: yeah, the Avengers curse.
1: It's it's actually the Captain America uh, curse.
0: <laughs> Why? Why Captain America? Why?
1: I don't know. Because you you know you've got an Iron Man <laughs> uh, game. And you know,
0: <laughs> how dare you? How dare you you're just attacking him because you know he's my favorite?
1: you just like the worst characters That's, okay. that's all I'm saying. <laughs> i
0: saying. it's interesting what you're talking about though because I do actually feel like with with ensemble superhero games, you are often subjected to very repetitive gameplay, and I don't really think that really mm-hmm. had a place in v r at the end of the day it it you know it you are better no. served going the Enough singular Iron Man route and just making a whole game based around one person probably than you are trying to get everyone together, at least, you know, not with like the 20 or 21 characters or so they had uh, in that game. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm worried that Facebook's going to continue this trend, though. I I don't want to see more Rift games taken down, because it's,
1: you know, yeah. essentially,
0: it's, a, it's an interesting piece of VR history, and it's definitely going to be viewed as that, as one day, right? Like, this... This yeah, initial yeah, seemingly very primitive set of games uh, that people can't access anymore. You know, you can still go and try everything on Virtual Boy if you hunt it down on eBay. You can still, I mean, someone even managed <laughs> yeah. to resurrect everything that was on the Sega VR headset a couple of weeks ago. I remember.
1: Oh damn!
0: And 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 yeah. now you're just not going to be able to do that in uh, on Powered United VR. You're like this is one of the few places you can play as Captain America, as Hulk, as Spider Man, as. Panther, as Wolverine, as Captain Marvel. All of that's just gonna go. And that was a big selling point for people with a rift at one point.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it. it... Oh, that's a bundle. It was
0: sold in a bundle with oh, a rift damn. at some point. I was thinking this is a strange proportion for an image. Now I know why. <laughs> um yeah, it's a bundle from my article, which I clearly have <laughs> forgotten about. Thank you for I reminding me, Heeny God. <laughs> um so, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a big shame. And, and again, it speaks to the problems of multiplayer VR and the perils of it right now. You know, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook and co. always say, you know, oh, we want to get a billion people in VR and we also need 10 million people to make a sustainable ecosystem. Well, does that mean you need and it needs to be 10 be million? Social. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you need 10 million people to make a sustainable, like have a shot at making a sustainable online game? or Or... A shot at having, like, let's say, anywhere between ten to twenty sustainable online games, rather than just Population One and what, let's say, Echo VR is probably quite popular on Quest right now as well. Oh yeah, back in the days when you had those. Yeah, and I do think that they are missing. I I I imagine they tried based on that hint, but I do think they're missing a trick, not bringing it Mm. to Quest. I'm sure. I'm sure they looked at it and it was like, oh, that's just not going to happen at the end of the day. But it's a shame. Yeah. Rip rip Marvel Powers United VR. Rip. Press grip key to pay respects. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Presser. laughs> RIP your keyboard in half.
0: <laughs> yes, pay respects. Tina, let's move on to the next topic of the
1: week. Yeah, please. Let's let's do it. That's so it. I lo- I love this next topic actually.
0: This is this is kind of a two in one. So Arizona Sunshine Developer, mm. Vertigo Games. A couple of months ago, they were bought by uh, Koch Media, which is... It's very, very hard to describe what Koch Media is, but basically they own some <laughs> video game publishers, but they are also owned by another company that owns some video game publishers. So between they, them, they have...
1: They sound like a PR company.
0: They do a bit, actually. You're very right. There's a bit of a win. They're kind of not. They kind of are. They, between them and their various subsidiaries and the thing they are a subsidiary of, they own franchises like uh, Metro. So online, uh, not online, uh, underground mm-hmm. is what I meant. Uh post-apocalyptic <laughs> uh shooter set in One Russia. Your uh Dead Island, <laughs> zombie apocalypse game, uh Kingdom Come Deliverance, which is a very detailed RPG. Uh last week the the people at Koch and the people at Vertigo had an interview with the fine people at MCV, great UK publication about mm-hmm. games business. Um uh, two mm-hmm. two really interesting things came out from this interview. First of all, Arizona Sunshine uh, Vertigo said that apparently, judging by their estimations, one in ten people with a VR headset owns a copy of Arizona Sunshine, which I think is just a mind-blowing stat.
1: Mental. It's absolutely mental. I mean, it's not it, it, It's not surprising because you know the the one of the first titles that you kind of go for, and it's it's kind of like yeah. an original title, isn't it?
0: yeah sure it's up there with like job simulator and super hot as one of those like constantly mentioned always in like best of lists and stuff
1: it'd be interesting to to hear um their numbers in in that kind of perspective right Mm. just to see like oh is Arizona Sunshine like uh this one-off like whoa one in ten copies um
0: no. Oh I see what you mean. Yeah no I definitely I definitely agree. I think Superhot and uh Jobsim are probably definitely in that ballpark as well. If yeah if not maybe slightly higher because I feel like they have a bit more longevity than Arizona. But yeah. All the same. <laughs> uh they report I remember a month into Arizona's uh launch which was late 2016 it came out on Vive and Rift at the same time around the time the uh, touch controllers launched on Rift. They made uh one point four million in revenue was was their uh, like big headline a month after, so it was already like a rare success for the v r industry at that point, which mm-hmm. was coming around to being about a year old so it was already it was already becoming obvious that lots of people were pouring lots of money into this thing and not seeing the returns they mm-hmm. might have hoped for I, I i do think that's a really really incredible stat, especially because yeah i mean i I love the guys at to go but I'm personally not the biggest fan of arizona i don't i don't think it's aged very 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 well i know we gave it our first ever game of the year award in 2016 and i completely understand why we did <laughs> i completely understand in 2016, why we did though. well because it had a full campaign it, and it offered you know the multiplayer modes yeah. and it offered co-op in the campaign and whatnot and i think that really spoke to a lot of people first buying vr headsets and it was the first you know the first yeah, decent sure. zombie apocalypse game on on vr headsets for sure
1: of its time yeah
0: and 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 the game has vertigo has been really really good with like uh post-launch support for that game i mean it, i think the last dlc pack for it came out like in 2018 which was like two years after the game launched which was crazy to see mm-hmm. like new story driven content two years after launch for any game really um and then you know it's had least,
1: such it's it's, on, it's you not go. that strange because you know um from from 2016 to uh 2018 um so many more people got vr and they probably saw their sales like shoot up right yeah So then they thought yeah, sure. oh my god we need to get on this and and you know make it kind of evergreen um in their own way and, Yeah. yeah get up.
0: well that is that is actually something they talk about in that article is they said we didn't actually have the plan mm-hmm. in place for lots of post-launch support but it was just doing so well that that's we it needed to be there and and the other thing is it's had a very very long life in the arcades as well there's you know unique arizona themed content in the arcades vertigo ended up building yeah. a whole arcade business around around yeah, it really cool. um so that, you know I, I'm, I'm so I'm, I'm just really happy to see someone have that kind of level of success essentially at the end of the day yeah and I, I would love to hear if Superhot and JobSim have done the same and and if any other VR headset maker uh, VR head game makers out there have done the same <laughs> as well and, and then, so then the other side of this of this is that uh Koch Media was also included in the interview uh, and they were talking about the acquisition what it meant for you know uh right. Koch as a company doing VR and they said well you know, we're not it doesn't mean we're suddenly gonna turn around and start making all our games VR. We're not gonna go to all our developers and say, make a VR mm. mode for whatever your current project is. But when when the opportunity is there, uh we'll you know think about it. So MCV suggested uh Metro as one potential uh candidate. And yeah, Koch said, Yeah, Metro's good. Uh Dead Island could be good, and Kingdom Come Deliverance could be good. So Clearly, they're very actively thinking about their biggest IP and how VR well, could could suit that, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But the thing is, all, all three of those games are massive. They're mm-hmm. massive. And they, they would have to have some kind of spin-off or you know, they would actually have to give so much time to it yeah, uh, for it to be like, for example, anywhere near uh, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Um, yeah, true. Or it could end up like an onslaught sort of situation oh yeah that's a a good uh, point that's a good point well so this is this is the interesting
0: thing and this will be our topic in a bit of the week so i probably shouldn't touch on it too much now but Mm. we're starting to see that that change in mindset i believe in video game publishers where they are starting to raise an eyebrow bit higher on the on the v r side right now being like, okay, maybe there is something here, especially yeah. with the launch request too i i I want to table that for now because we're going to come back to that for the uh the topic of the week mm. let's move on to Who, uh oh, sorry
1: could I just go for it touch on the arizona sunshine thing the the reason why I love this story so much is because you don't actually see that many stats come out uh about sales and such you know there's obviously like yeah, super true. hot. but especially from like i don't know like facebook and and so on um yeah didn't yeah but we, you don't get that many stats, so it's amazing to see some something as impressive as one in ten you know uh <laughs> yeah you're it. right
0: like it's uh ian always talks about this like it's so important for vr developers to know what the opportunities for success are on the platform and facebook not telling anyone how many headsets yeah. its sold doesn't really help and you know, HTC's yeah. H- never sold sales figures. Uh, Valve's never sold sales figures. The only one that does is Sony. Um, and and yeah. you know, they they shared at the beginning of the year that PSVR had passed five million units, and that probably has you know helped convince some people to be like, okay, let's do our next mm-hmm. game in VR. You know, Hitman are making Hitman Free exclusive to PSVR and whatnot. So. You're right. It is really, really important to share those figures and get these kinds of stories out there because the more mm-hmm. people are the more people see the opportunity, the you know, the faster the ecosystem is going to grow at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, exactly. And especially with publications like uh is it NTV, um those guys are are great to watch out for um mm-hmm. with their really in-depth uh kind of industry skewed stuff. And obviously, UploadVR.com. Well,
0: well of course, UploadVR.com <laughs> should be your primary source of these these sorts of things. <clears throat> uh, anyway, <laughs> moving on. Uh, yeah. Next up, Impulse Gear, the developer of Farpoint, is alive and well. Phew! <laughs> Woohoo! So back in 2017, Impulse Gear, a new studio based in San Francisco, Release Farpoint, a PlayStation VR exclusive, the first game to take advantage of the rifle-shaped aim controller thing that you held like this and you went around and you, and you shot spiders. spiders. You'd shot giant spiders. But since releasing the game... Since releasing the game... Yeah, terrible. Uh, since releasing the game, they did DLC. <laughs> um, but apart from that, they've been very, very silent. I wrote a story a couple of years ago saying they are hiring for their next a, a VR project. But then after that, oh, they wow, just... Yeah completely fell off the grid and yeah that's right i was i personally was starting to get a bit worried because we've had all this kind of uncertainty mm-hmm. around psvr recently uh, a, a psvr exclusive studio that is directly owned by studio was shut earlier in the year and i thought well if these mm-hmm. guys have partnered with sony for another exclusive uh, vr project and it's you know sony's decided they're backing away which we don't know we still don't know really what, where does yeah. that land them? And the silence didn't mm. really, really speak. But they put out a blog this week saying, "Yeah, we're still here. We're alive and well. Uh, we had expanded the team; it was bigger. We'd moved into a new office in San Francisco, but now, obviously, like everyone else, we are mm. remote based. Uh, and we are working on something special. And we are still exploring, like what what makes VR great, or something, something to that effect. Mm. Uh, and they'll, and they'll have more news to share in the coming months. So." I am. I'm very excited because I, I love Farpoint. It's not a brilliantly uh, complex first person shooter. It's very much walk down the straight line and kill things. But the mm-hmm. the use of the rifle sh- uh, the rifle controller was so yeah. immersive, and the story I thought was really really cool too. So I'm very 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 hopeful. Did you ever play Farpoint at all?
1: No, no, I didn't. Um, actually, uh, no, I didn't but um it, <laughs> says, it says a lot about playstation vr as well though right uh them saying that you know we're alive and well um we're still open so. around here
0: you'd hope so you i i we i mean we could we could get into this again can, if we really wanted to but they're... we have no idea what they're doing and i would really hope that if impulse gear is still doing something in vr psvr 2 is still on the cards but
1: Can you say that it's exclusive that they're exclusive to Sony though, or no?
0: They're a they're a third party that Uh. uh, Sony published Farpoint, so it wasn't just like they arranged timed exclusivity or anything. They funded the entire thing and published it. But I was talking about a studio Mm. in the UK earlier that Sony actually owned. They shut those them down. So
1: yes, 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 yes.
0: They could well have they could well have just moved on. Maybe they found you know hopefully maybe they found funding in Facebook or or from. Outside investors or whatnot uh, to to get up yeah, to speed maybe, on or, another or project.
1: F- fingers crossed they they're making the uh, launch title for PSVR two.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, absolutely right. Like Farpoint was such a good foundation to build upon yeah. at the end of the day, especially with that controller. Mm-hmm. They really, really yeah. uh, nailed. They they genuinely nailed the feeling of being like lost on an <laughs> alien planet with nothing but a rifle and thinking. Oh, everything on this yeah. planet is trying to kill me. Great. And and that's. Yeah, I
1: do remember you raving about it a lot uh, when you yeah. were playing it.
0: I'm, I'm going to go back and play Farpoint at some point, I feel, especially on uh, PS5. I definitely have to try it on PS5 to see if there's any improvements.
1: Cause... Yeah, I think I'll, I'll have to jump in as well. Yeah, for
0: sure. And, I mean, apart from the giant spider bit, I might skip over that. But. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Let's move on to uh last item of the week then, uh, last news item. Medal of Honor multiplayer modes have been revealed.
1: Woo. That's cool. That's cool. I mean, you know, I'm I'm kind of like, you know, ooh, that's that's cool. <laughs> but I'm not yeah. getting too excited about it. I'm being a bit distant from it. Fair uh, enough, but fair go, enough. go ahead. Um so yesterday.
0: Yesterday uh, a new trailer was put out for Medal of Honor. This isn't the multiplayer one because they only put it on Twitter, which is really, really helpful. Um but it revealed five mm-hmm. oh, multiplayer modes. Yeah, it revealed five uh, multiplayer modes for the game. We've been waiting to hear about these for a long time. Uh, two of them are your kind of standard deathmatch game types. Uh, and then there's a mm. kind of king of the hill where you're fighting for control of one spot. But I think you're only using explosives. Oh, look. He's found the proper trailer. Good boy. on Well done, Heaney. The- right, <laughs> if, if you're watching on... Stevie, right now, this is this is the multiplayer trailer, and we'll talk it. Uh, we'll talk through it a bit for you uh, on an audio front. So we're just seeing some of the multiplayer gameplay right now. Lots of people shooting each other with World War II weapons, as you would expect. Someone's climbing uh, a ladder, and then like using one hand to fight people on a cliff, which could be really, really cool. Some no playing. or
1: propane accessories though.
0: Then we see the <laughs> then we see the first game type, which is the one I haven't mentioned yet, called Mad Bomber. And what happens in Mad Bomber is that you have a bomb, as you might expect, and you get to hide what? it somewhere on the map, and then you like you can try and defend it, or you can go off to defuse other people's bombs. And I believe you're going to get points That's for cool. defusing bombs, or maybe getting kills with the bomb you set. And I think this is really cool, because clearly I think developer Respawn is really, really thinking okay, what's actually new that we could do with VR here? And the yeah. idea that maybe yeah. you could take a bomb, and like maybe hide it on the bottom of a bookshelf, or like up behind a door or something, lots of you know really fun potential yeah. to play with there, and I I, I really like it because to me it does show me that this is a developer that is genuinely really thinking about what they can do with the platform rather than just being like, well, we'll just do all the normal yeah. stuff we do in our console games, right?
1: Ex- exactly. It's not like oh, you know, I see Population One is doing well with you know <laughs> yeah exactly,
0: you know Deathmatch
1: yeah. and whatnot. You know, obviously they got Deathmatch, but you know the the fact that they're they're you know innovating in a way mm. um, they they've got something new uh, to bring to the table where it's just it's especially with this title right that's full yeah. cool to see with this title that hopefully really hopefully I'm crossing my fingers here you can't I just look like I'm mangling my fingers around. <laughs> but <laughs> mashing them together hopefully they set another uh, bar right. Yeah. Um. Again, just like saints and sinners did, they they firmly, you know, set yeah, the bar that's a great point. Real high. Uh, I hope that you know they, you know, it, it, they set another trend uh, that others can follow with, and others can think, oh yeah, that is a cool idea, and it was successful. Mm. However, and again, this leads into the topic. Um, I'm I'm just gonna stay quite mild for now, yeah, and see how it how it turns out and. Hopefully, it won't be like Frost Point sort of situation.
0: Well, so exactly. So it does feed into the topic and what we've been talking about earlier of, you know, sustaining multiplayer VR. I think, I think this is. I'm I'm pretty confident that this is going to be a pretty healthy online VR game, right? It's not. I don't think it's a Frost Point situation where no one's really going to be playing it. I think people have been looking forward to this for a long time. I actually think some of the reason. Mm -hmm there aren't many people on Frostpoint right now as people are saying, well, Medal of Honor is out in two weeks and that looks like the one that's going to get all the attention, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes, but um, like going back to your point where you're like, it's not going to be a Frostpoint situation because it's Medal of Honor. However, with the Avengers game where it was meant to be this big, uh, big title for the Rift and then it fizzled out and now it's completely wiped from everyone's memories. <laughs> forever.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good. I mean, there are there are some differences. I mean, obviously the install base is, is bigger. Absolutely, there's there's yeah. more people and more headsets and this is releasing on Steam VR as well. It's not just a an exclusive to the Rift platform. Um and we you know, we've seen games yeah. like Boneworks and obviously Half-Life: Alex have had success on Steam VR. Mm-hmm. And and those kinds of things can continue to be a big deal. So I I'm cautious, uh, you, you get it right I'm cautiously optimistic that yeah we'll have something sustainable yeah. and fun to keep revisiting uh in the middle of honor online
1: yeah yeah for sure and um how how many modes are there again there are three multiplayer modes <laughs> five, five
0: five so uh, oh mad bomber <laughs> deathmatch team deathmatch uh the king of the hill exploding game and then I think it's called domination which is just fighting for control on different points on a map which like Conquest in uh, yeah the the, cross point. the
1: the way that they organize that, like whether you can set your own like parties it, or if you just have to jump into a game or oh, there are there going to be so many modes that, you know, not everything is going to be uh, full up because, you know, whatever reason. That, that's quite a few modes there, I feel.
0: Yeah, it's true. Hopefully it will come to Quest as well, but that's yep. a topic for another time because we're going to move on to the big topic. Now the big one, the mm. huge, massive topic that we the must biggie. discuss before we are set free from this room. <laughs> Otherwise, he <laughs> won't let us leave.
1: Free us into Friday, please. We
0: are, <laughs> we are coming up on 2021. If you hadn't noticed, hell year, as I like to call it, is almost done. Year of good times coming hey, up. I'm that's what. Like that's what doing, I believe.
1: Hell yeah!
0: Hell yeah! It's coming up. No, hell year <laughs> is, is going away. That's what we're right. hoping. Twenty twenty one is almost mm-hmm. with us. I'm sure in the next couple of weeks we're gonna have lots of like forward looking content, what you know, what we're looking forward to next year and whatnot. What I wanted to talk about right now yep. is do you think we are on the cusp of AAA VR games? The kind of big, huge, uh really visually impressive, huge amount of multiplayer modes, big long, lengthy campaigns. Do you think we are on the cusp of that arriving next year? Because we had the story about Koch Media being very, very interested in bringing some of their franchises. We have Medal of Honor releasing in a couple of weeks. We have Ubisoft making Splinter Cell and Assassin's Creed VR games, and it does. You know, we mm-hmm. have we have the success of the Quest and, and what we, looks to be the success of the Quest Two, and we have mm-hmm. the the potential promise of a second playstation vr headset do you think the stars are aligning and for gamers in particular is the vr industry finally getting to the place people wanted it five years ago when the rift and the vive launched
1: well wow, okay fantastic setup there
0: FYI. Well, thank you thank you so um, much it,
1: and <laughs> from the way that you've set it up you everyone should say yes right uh, mm. yes you um, should say yes. VR on 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 the cusp, and uh, I I am hopeful for 2021. And do you know what, 2020, yeah, it was a hell year, but it was a fantastic VR year. Come on, it was great. Yeah, um, that's true.
0: I mean, you cut yeah, like it. It was pretty quiet aside from between Alex and Quest Two, but those two things were big enough. That yeah, sure. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It was it was it was a really really fantastic year. There was you,
1: like every week.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true actually. Yeah. That, like, every
1: week. Some, something something interesting, interesting every week. Yeah. Um there, there were many uh franchise like big franchises that everyone's heard of. The Walking Dead. Um Squadrons. Squadrons. Well, I was gonna say uh, franchises that for some reason have, have set out multiple titles <laughs> on us. Oh
0: yeah, and so won't just stop throwing VR at us, yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. And um, you know, I'm yeah i i'm really hopeful for this um i yes 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 <laughs> i think i think
0: personally i do think we are getting there i, I don't it's it's a, it's a tricky one because when you talk about it and you talk about quest 2 being the vehicle for driving AAA a going forward that's when you get into the you know, the, the tough topic of, okay, yeah, but what's really possible on the platform. And we have seen some very, very impressive stuff. We have also seen, you know, ports and stuff that have really, really suffered. I, I, I do think actually these two Ubisoft titles that are on the TV right now, I don't know if they're actually going to come out next year, but I, you know, Mm. I will be really, really, really fascinated to see if Splinter Cell, for example, Takes from mm-hmm. all the other kind of cool VR stealth VR games we've already had, so Phantom, Aspire One, Unnightly, and a bunch, mm-hmm. bunch more games like that.
1: Um, they do well. actually learns it's, it's from it. It's been proven that they do well.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it has been proven they do well. And uh, but the problem is, like, I love Aspire One, right? I think it's a really cool game. I think it's got a lot of great Metal Gear Solid influences. Mm-hmm. But things like things you would expect out of a AAA production, like really, really good enemy AI, for example uh that knows how to react to everything that's happening in the environment that that stuff isn't quite there mm. in in aspire it's just it's just not quite there yeah. and um, what i want to see yeah. out of splinter cell is that kind of fully always believable gonna... yeah when when i'm in the shadows and i'm being stealthy i totally believe i am you know a stealth master but when i get discovered i want to mm-hmm. see interesting uh reactions from the the enemies that don't just totally break yeah. the immersion straight away which is which is a big problem for uh, stealth games. And the same for Assassin's yeah. Creed, right? That's a stealth game as well. Um, and also, you know, at the end of the day, probably Ubisoft's biggest franchise. So it's a big, 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 big deal. It's coming to VR. and
1: uh, Yeah. The, the thing is about um, Assassin's Creed, I swear, the thing is they, they've dabbled in VR with Assassin's Creed with uh, location-based stuff, right?
0: Oh, that's very true, yeah.
1: They, they've actually had at, at least, I'm going to say at least two um location base if not yeah i think it's i think
0: it's free maybe even four yeah
1: they they've had loads of location-based stuff and uh i know that we tried one of them um
0: temple of something or other london yeah no there was a
1: there was a conference we we loved it um yeah and we loved it 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 was like you know you you stand there with a bunch of random people and you have to all work together and i i actually really like that i'm a bit awkward with you know trying to work with strangers in vr and it's like
0: oh i hate it i don't know you
1: i don't really <laughs> want to talk to you i don't really know what your face is and you know what's your face what what is your face what <laughs> <laughs> is it <laughs> but right. uh they 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 did really well uh with their location based stuff so hopefully they've taken away a uh, lot of um
0: lessons learned yeah that is a good point they they do have a lot to build on from there they also I mean they ha- you know Ubisoft is actually quite experienced in VR they had uh, Space Junkies which yep. shut down unfortunately I think earlier this year maybe late last year um, oh, and they had Werewolves Within they had Eagle Flight they had Star Trek Bridge Crew uh, Transference oh, so they, yeah. they, that's like five titles right there and I'm pretty sure there's six, a sixth and a seventh somewhere
1: is it what about Agos is that Oh,
0: Aegos is one. Oh, great yep. shout! Out. So that's six. Yeah, right there. Oh man, mm. get back to Aegos. I like Aegos. Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> um, but but those are all like those were all you know very indie mid-budget level games. Even Star Trek yeah, to some extent, right, it right. used a huge IP, but it was just all based in one room with very like it was a co-op game where you all just kind of had to. Shout! It was like keep talking and nobody explodes, basically. But just with Star Trek, <laughs> yeah. this this is them saying, okay, now is the time to bring you know some of our most respected and recognised franchises and and see what we can really yeah. really do with this thing, right? Splinter Cell is the really interesting one because Splinter Cell has been gone mm-hmm. for so long. It's been gone for like seven or eight years yeah. now. The last game, Blacklist, yeah, it was ages ago. PS3 generation game. Um. That. yeah well so that yeah, yeah that's like seven that's like eight or nine years now right and and clearly yeah, they've like big, yeah they said okay well in vr we see enough to actually bring it back and do something really interesting again and then you've got you know IO yeah. interactive doing hitman free as well but mm-hmm. i mean one one thing about this is these these do all seem like they're still they're still publishers or or platform holders sorry paying out for them right these two games are exclusive to Oculus yep. which you you have to assume means Facebook is yeah. paying out a, a significant chunk of change for them and uh hitman oh, they has have it, right? yeah hitman has uh, timed exclusivity on uh, yeah here we go on uh, yep. on PSVR on um, PlayStation. well we assume oh, it's yeah. timed exclusivity sorry I, I, that's not confirmed um and then <laughs> What else? What else we got coming? I mean, like EA did squadrons, but that you know that was kind of mm-hmm. only optional. It wasn't. They didn't decide to do a dedicated VR yeah, game. They it didn't decide to risk it. It was a nice bonus to have on top.
1: Oh, it's kind of the same with Hitman, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's actually very true. Yeah, they, it's yeah. just something else they decided they could they could do it. And I think that's I think that's where you're probably going to see VR in 2021. We're getting there, and yeah. we're getting these bigger bigger and bigger games but it's still going to be facebook saying okay but we'll pay out for the exclusivity yeah. to bring this franchise over rather than let's say uh ea deciding that their next like the next star wars jedi game is going to be huge yeah. vr by itself and it will be you know completely uh vr exclusive and it will make all this money back very very mm-hmm. quickly or rockstar saying you know our next big game is we are exclusive yeah. and we are it will make our money back very very quickly.
1: Yeah so the 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 interesting thing with this topic right generally is when we're not we have totally moved away from I I think um I'm pretty sure of the conversation when is VR gonna take off it's clearly taken off right
0: taking off taking off. well
1: sure we we're, we're we're on the way up we can't get off from our seats yet we have to stay yeah, in our yeah. seats for seatbelts on we're taken <laughs> but we're up in the air
0: oh wow <laughs> he, put we're... some put some stars on t- stevie Forest for a bit so i can watch them as we take off
1: <laughs> <laughs> there, go you.
0: there goes the industry anyway sorry <laughs>
1: um so you know we, we are currently moving away from that right because that is old conversation people are picking it up what it is now is, oh my God, you've totally thrown me off. Sorry, I'm
0: very sorry. <laughs> sorry, where are we? The industry is taking off.
1: Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it's established, right? We're not, we're not saying when is it. It's just how far can we push it, right?
0: Yeah, very true. How
1: far will it go? We're quite, we're quite happy now. You know, we've we've got, we're in the millions, aren't we? So, mm. um, yeah, we'd of, like to think layers, so. Players. Yeah, would like to think so, but are, are we now going to take it up to the next notch? And I, I feel like twenty twenty one is going to be an awesome opportunity for that,
0: for sure. Yeah, I I do agree with you. I
1: it's it, and it is
0: interesting because it personally for me it's not the big AAA stuff isn't massively what I, I want to see anyway. I want to see lots of very you know VR mm. native. I I, I want to see people take immersion to the next level. Here you go. Heaney mm-hmm. is saying that uh, uh, bringing up a headline: the Pistol Whip, Apex Construct, uh, Water the Wizard, and more. Report to a uh, huge Quest Two launch sales. So when Quest Two launched back in mm-hmm. October, people were saying, "Yeah, our sales are up so 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 much over what they were originally." And lots of these developers were already doing very mm-hmm. very well in the original Quest. So the you know the opportunity is is really really definitely growing there. It's just it's just a case of if you're Ubisoft, do you then say? Well, Ubisoft is doing it so I won't, I won't use them it's a case of if you're let's say Activision mm-hmm. and do you then say yeah. okay well next year's Call of Duty is actually going to be in VR or do we keep giving out to the console audience right um, yeah, and obviously yeah. they're going to keep going out for the console audience but when does VR get big enough that maybe it disturbs I mean, the console audience or maybe there's something supplementary to the, cons- uh, the console audience I guess
1: Um, yeah and the, the thing that we also really need to take into account is obviously there's a pandemic, we all know, but uh this isn't the year to take chances and actually maybe I did like financially. And mm. maybe next year, like you know, with, with the vaccines hopefully uh rolling out. Um yeah. Is it the year to think like, okay, cool, things are back on the up, people are feeling more positive, they're getting out there, people are coming into work, there's more productivity, there's more you yeah. know, gaming and so on. Uh so do we now take the chances financially because we know that we're going to get enough money in to them to into it? What um
0: what would have to happen next year <laughs> <True. for> you <laughs> to what would have to happen next year for you to decide that, yeah, it actually has been the year that. AAA has finally come and fully embraced VR. I think for me, um it would be mm-hmm. the announcement of PSVR2 with let's say Resident Evil 8, Gran Turismo 7, um, and yeah. a bunch like a bunch of other bigger studios coming in and saying, Okay, now this this looks less like let's say when PlayStation Move came out on PS3 and you know some indie developers supported it and whatnot. And it, it looks more like the actual mm-hmm. launch of a proper PlayStation if that were to happen and you know there was such significant support yeah. that even people even up until today are still saying vr doesn't have anything interesting for me if they were looking at it and saying actually this thing's got you know resident evil 8 half-life alex gran turismo 7 this yeah. is a proper gaming platform now i think that is yeah. what i'd want to see at least announced next year because I, I personally don't believe we'll get psvr 2 next year but i i An indication of that next year
1: would be the important...
0: Yeah, that would be the important uh, uh, measure for me, personally.
1: Yeah, uh, it's interesting, like, um, you bring up Resident 8, like, uh, if they haven't announced any VR... Well, they haven't really spoken much... No, not yet. ...at all around it. Yeah. Uh, But if there was a solid franchise like Resident Evil uh that were like every um you know major game that we now uh bring mm. out it has to have VR and it has yeah. to have VR at its heart just as much as you know that's a great point or whatever yeah. you want to call it.
0: You could say like you could you could even take that to like a publisher level and you could say someone like Codemasters who makes all these racing games. Mm. They could say yeah from now on VR is always going to be a component of our games because they kind of been wishy washy yeah. like all the project cards must- games. Yeah, all the project cars games have had them, but then Dirt Five came out last year, uh, this month and didn't have it. It would be great for them to turn yeah. around and say, "Look, it's finally getting to get the point where we have to take this seriously and commit." Um, yeah. So we'll see. I think, I think it's going to be a really, really interesting year on the gaming front. i i like I was saying, trying to say earlier, it's like the the huge AAA games coming to VR isn't really what's important for me. What's important for me is that we keep nailing design probably on a smaller scale to the point where yes it's really yes. important that we see it's really like there's really good examples out there for ubisoft to look at and say oh that's how you make a vr mm-hmm. game not just let's take rainbow six with yeah. these controllers and and do this but actually let's you know m- yeah. make really detailed textured environments and moments that are really specific to vr and really speak to vr that's what i want to see yeah. next year like that continuing design. But at the same time, I know that most Certainly. people buy these these things because they want to see Assassin's Creed, and so, so we're, you know, it's going to be a really yeah. interesting year. We're going to we're going to be there right the way through the year to give you all the latest coverage, um, and 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 bring you you know every development. Uh, hopefully, we'll be we'll be doing another showcase in the summer where hopefully we'll be able to help that message a lot. We'll see. We don't you know we're, our plans mm-hmm. are pretty early for that right now. But That brings us to the end of this week's episode of the VR Download, or this 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 half of the week's episode of the VR Download. Thank you so much for joining us, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It's been great having you here. I'm sorry we haven't Ooh. said hello to anyone today, but we will, uh, in the future, be saying hello to you, I promise.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, um, I saw that G-Dog cheeseburger was there at the start. That's all that matters.
0: G-Dog, good to see you, if you're still here.
1: Yeah.
0: Thanks for stopping by. Cena, um, what have we got coming up? We've got an announcement coming up on
1: Monday. Yeah, we've Monday. got a massive announcement on Monday
0: fun one for something that's happening
1: really really fun yeah, yeah
0: so something that's happening uh in a couple of weeks uh which will be which will be good to uh to finally get out there we've been working on it for a little while so that'll be good uh we've also mm-hmm. got the frost point review like i was talking about earlier that's live on the website now uh and me and you that's are also working now. working on a video for some tech stuff if i do this
1: Knuckles. oh
0: it's not It's not hand-tracking, it's knuckles. You spoiled it. <laughs> I'm,
1: sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, is that really your lead-up to it?
0: <laughs> if I do this?
1: It's this, everyone. Look, I'm wiggling look my fingers.
0: <laughs> look out for this on the website this time next week, maybe. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, All right, guys. Kyle and Ian should hopefully be back on Monday. Who knows how the world works these days. Uh, talking tech yep. and strategy and whatnot. Uh, so make sure to tune in then. Uh, Thanks so much for watching. We'll see you later.
1: Bye.